0: Games Workshops basically
1: hosted by John Middell. Danny McDowell. Um, and it's Grim After
2: Dark. Guys, welcome to Grim After Dark. We are Warhammer 40,000's only late-night show. For some reason, I'm very hot tonight and my mic also is. Uh, my name is John. I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings-on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. It's a task so massive, I re- literally refuse to do it alone. Uh, so let's meet the team, guys. Uh, first up is my good friend. He's advised me to state that he brings a wealth <laughs> of tabletop knowledge and experience to the table. It's uh, Daniel J. McDevitt. Oh, sorry, mate. The J. The J. Stands for amazing.
3: John Danny, how are you doing? Here as always. Is it? I'm 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 doing good. How are you, John?
2: I'm I'm so good. I'm so ready to go. Uh we have so many cool things. So I can't wait for you to make fun of me for doing a rundown again. Um, but you know what? Even your amazing encyclopedic and like knowledge of Warhammer is not (laughs) enough to help us this week. Uh how can we forget our, our last host here. He might have taken it's an edition off, but he's back in full force for 10th for the next hour. It's our resident comedy genius and leader of the largest orc this side of Climax, Saskatchewan. It's about half a finger. It's me. Hello, everyone. Yeah, swinging tunes. All right. love that song. So, so, do you guys know, by the way, um, the for only $10, I can pay a uh, person on Fiverr to make a rap uh, as an outro uh, for the show. Just um, how much? Ten dollars, uh, U.S. Oh. U.S. I also find it funny 9. that for only ten dollars on Fiverr, you can do that.
3: <laughs> John, yeah, is this going to be the same level of music as like something like Ella Cool's J's uh, hit single uh, from the movie Deep Blue Sea?
2: Well, well, oh yeah, absolutely. Like I, I am actually going to do it, and that's going to be our new outro song, uh, like Grimace, be... Darkest. I, I really hope I pay ten dollars, and it's just him saying his name over and over and going, uh. Oh. But we'll get more into yeah, that later. So. Uh, guys, uh, last but by no means least, he's the man behind the curtain. And the guy is responsible mm-hmm. for everything you see that isn't just us talking. It's the master of the digital short, though she says it's average. It's Dickie.
0: Ooh. Ouch. I, and I do have that, to get that, music. That, Thanks.
2: That, that's what she right. said. Oh, wait. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Sticky. I'm so excited for this show, by the way. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, if like, it's we're not so hot. I'm killing myself. It's, well, has to be just yeah. shit.
4: That's high stakes, guys. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a family that's... man. He's got he's got people has <laughs> yeah, he Got a lot to lose here. <laughs> well, luckily, uh, we're always gonna be rolling sixes tonight, fellas. Oh. That's oh, That's toilet humor. Uh, but tonight.
2: We have a full slate as we find out what's been going on in the last week in our patented State of Play segment. Uh, We're going to wade through the good stuff from last weekend's uh, not Warhammer 40k reveal and breaking news. Mm -hmm. We're going to delve into the depths of the community as we go around the net, and Dickie brings us his first grim game in our latest and very much mystery uh, new game that even Val and Danny do not know about. No idea. Uh, But let's wrap this up with uh, Val's very favorite segment. It's time for State of Play. It's yeah, and we funny. learned after last week. Do <laughs> yeah. tell them, Dick, you tell them the surprise <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, we took all your audio off uh, so you can't ruin <laughs> any of the buffers now.
2: Oh well that's good. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it's, it's our time state of play other might people might call it hobby progress and games played. we want to we talk about the state of our playing. Yeah. So uh, starting uh, on the far left, your screen's moving over. Uh, Danny, uh, how was your last week in Warhammer? John, it was
3: pretty unwarhammery. I don't think I did anything Warhammer except for the show last week.
2: <laughs> Perfect Grim Hobby progress.
3: I made some army lists. I don't know. That was fun.
2: Yeah. and um, We're definitely going to go talk about that later on. We're going to go over the brand new uh, Warhammer 40k app that's been bumped two weeks in a row, but not today. Well, unless a uh, toilet-based thing really what? kind of pushes us like over the edge again. Uh, Valerie, uh, yeah. back in the game, back in 10th, what have you been right. up to in the last week?
4: Uh, last week uh, I said I was going to play a game on TTS versus uh Dicky yeah, and then we and then we, we, didn't didn't that. That. we didn't do that. Uh I've been <laughs> I've been pay- I've made some hobby progress. I got paint on my fingers, but it's it's the big boy room for my son. Oh. So that's for his that's for his new room. So I've been oh. painting a room, not that's not any exciting. models.
2: Nice. nice. So it was a, my favorite thing, and uh, just get sentimental, was, was uh, uh, getting rid of my son's crib and getting him into his big boy bed, which he was very excited about. Oh. So good job. Nice. Yeah. Um, I personally, I, I've painted 20 Necron Warriors. That's that was what my week was. Yeah. Because turns out when you don't just insanely worry about if it's going to look good um, and you just paint the damn things and don't try and put 30 different paints on a Necron Warrior, they turn out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Dickie, what about you? Uh, what you been up to?
0: A lot of WTC prep, Uh, so we're going through army lists and uh, factions to kind of determine what is going to be that top eight, Uh, so it's very exciting for Team Canada, yeah, Mm. very exciting. Uh,
2: Have you guys uh, found an official salt sponsor for Team Canada? uh,
0: (laughs) Uh, No, we have not, Uh, we need one, so if if you're a salt sponsor and you want to help a team out... uh,
4: Pri- Pride okay. of Canada, Windsor Salt. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure we can. Uh, I'm sure yeah, we can I'm arrange that. Sure,
0: I'm something. sure they watch this show. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, mm-hmm. no one does.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's essentially Forsham. all we've been up to. Well, real quick, nothing exciting at all. No games played. Uh, we just basically podcasted, and one of us did a little bit of hobbying. So it's just right on par with every other 40k, 40K podcast. Podcasts. Good job, guys. Yeah. But uh, here's a we got a rough recap. I want to touch on this. I don't have a fancy bumper or anything from yeah. it. But Val, I Get did serious. make a picture, uh, and I'm hoping that you can walk me through, okay. uh, what message I'm trying to create based on this picture uh, on this uh, second slide here. Okay.
0: Oh, I like that he said second slide. So I yeah, it's my slide. really subtle
2: note for yeah. Dickie
0: right here. Yeah. I knew which slide. Oh it
4: was. yeah, this is a big this is a big one, guys. WAP has been uh, dried up. It is, is no longer it is now oh. DAP. It's uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a dry this, WAP. It's it is a the dry version of WAP. WAP has now uh, been submerged beneath the sea, uh, and scuttled over into uh, some sort of URL ending in .dot ru. I'm sure, um, but no. yes, uh, Matthias Eliason, the uh, the creator of the Warhammer Armies project, was levied a cease and desist order from his friends over at the legal department at. Games Workshop LLC, um, and uh, that's that, friends. Like, yeah. do you
2: think they, they ended
4: the cease and desist
2: letter with like hope to see you at Christmas? Love uh, yours
4: in gaming. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually the, he did include uh, the the, the uh, If you swing over to Val Halffinger's Twitter, you can see the actual cease and desist letter quite uh, uh, amicably. Uh, uh, I would say. it was, it was, it was, was a very nice cease and desist, the, the as biggest, all things go. The biggest thing that shocked me for this is that uh, Matthias has been at this for 13 years, which is actually since before uh, Warhammer Fantasy was was exploded and, and discontinued. Um, and um, he's never actually received a cease and desist letter, uh, which I've said on another show, which is just to me so so strange. Because like, he was making these army books in the period of time where like GW's like was as into suing their, their customers as they were into making games. And, uh, and he somehow has never been told to stop. He's the Warhammer armies project was mentioned in a customer survey of like, what other games do you play? Things such as Warhammer armies project. Oh,
1: sick so,
4: no. so it's been, it's, well, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I'd say this is the official announcement that, uh, Warhammer, the old world is about to be released, uh, was the cease and desist letter.
2: No, I will say yeah. I did look over the cease and desist letter that, that you put up on your Twitter, Val, and, and the main contention from Games Workshop wasn't the rule set, it wasn't even republishing or balancing, it was the use of art and uh, the copying of verbiage from Fantasy Battles over to the SWAT project. Oh, yeah,
4: and, and the fact that he makes them look like they're official releases. <laughs> <laughs> so- like from like a, from like a protecting trademark perspective like this is like a slam dunk like he's literally trading on on like their their legitimate like i remember the first time i saw that cathay uh army book that that he'd made i was genuinely confused i didn't realize that cathay had ever been made before so i don't know the fact that it took 13 years is the biggest strange thing here i think for everyone involved including matthias danny uh legally how do you feel about
2: this? Because, again, this was something you've played a couple times, I believe, with the WAP. Uh, it was a, a oh, show show you enjoyed. Uh, well, mm-hmm. What's your take on the cease and desist and the future of the wettest of uh, army projects?
3: <laughs> um, well, I think Val brings up some really good points um, as far as, like, you know, this kind of being the herald of of the old world releasing, uh, which is pretty, pretty cool and significant. I, I think that's a good sign. I think that may have been a driving factor, like for the production of the old world, is like people still playing this game so much that it shows up on surveys as like something that people play. So showing that there's a market, I think, for this product. In addition to that, like obviously, Warhammer Total War is obviously the main influence on that. Mm-hmm. But so,
4: in your um, non-legal opinion, Danny, uh, does the fact yeah. that they have uh, not defended copyright in this in this situation for 13 years, and in fact acknowledged its existence? Uh, does that mean yeah. that Matthias Eliason actually owns all of the rights to Warhammer Fantasy Battles at this point? Uh, squatters' rights.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, like due to abandonment?
2: <laughs> uh, I've squatted uh, on this IP Matthias. for 13 squatters years. It's no mean. CA is
3: just I'd like to, what? I'd have to look. I'd have to look into
2: that. CA's That's actually been paying Matthias
4: no. this whole time for for the Total War games. They actually haven't been paying Games Workshop. That's they licensed it from him.
2: What what Danny actually means when he says I'm going to have to look up that up is uh, you're wrong. No, I'm not going yeah. to do that. I'm That's just a polite way to ignore it. I've actually um, I've
4: actually seen uh, Twitter lawyers say that uh, there's no such thing as an abandonment uh, thing in the UK. So, which is strange yeah. considering the foundation of all of the hollow blue GWs uh, made around IP about not abandoning their IP being very important. Maybe that has deal specifically with their copyrights in the United States. I don't know. Hmm.
2: Who knows? Who knows? But enough legal mumbo-jumbo. WAP has gone. Long live the old world. And long live the not 40K preview as we slide into our brand new segment, uh, not breaking 40K news.
1: It's
0: a long Yeah.
2: one. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that was a good one. Last Saturday, uh, Games Workshop treated us to a 40K list preview to make up for the sheer volume of attention that Favorite Child 40K has received over the last couple of months, and the internet uh-huh. did not disappoint. When asked what people are most excited about from this preview, the community responded on Twitter with this Things like, I apologize for the unrelated question, but do you know when the 10th edition Crusade sheets will be available for download print? <laughs> Uh, they also responded with, uh, what are you looking forward to from this not 40k preview? An easier to assemble Adeptus serratus rhino. Uh, mine took me like three hours with all those fiddly bits and some of them, like the vines and purity seals break coming off the sprue because they're so tiny and fragile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and spoon minis with the wonderful thing, new tyranids. Uh, Val, Danny, how do you think tyranids are going to play in the old world?
3: <laughs> Great question, John. I think they're going to... F- Find it tasty. Um, mm-hmm. Probably uh, they're not going to like
2: the armor save modifiers from strength values again. That's true. true. Um, but I will say uh, the most important thing to remember: if you are responding to a, a post that is specifically telling you forty k is not important, and you are unable to analyze that as uh, that it's not being about forty k, please remember uh, this next slide here. Our, our friends, uh, Frontline Gaming. Uh, have a secondhand store that's the best resource you can have to purchase your temporarily meta-destroying armies before they're patched next week. Uh, we have a code. I don't know what it is. Just tell Reese we said to shop there. I'm sure it's Yeah, fine. sure. Email him personally. Contact him on Facebook. He loves that stuff. Um, but in actuality, uh, guys, I will say, as someone who doesn't really play uh, Games Workshop Games out of 40K, uh, the reveals were amazing. Uh, we're going to start off tonight with yes. 40K's younger brother, Age of Sigmar. And the brand new Cities of Sigmar range that was wow! Uh, these guys
4: look fucking so amazing. So good, they look uh, so good. Wow! What are your thoughts? I mean, they're stunning. I, it, I don't care. I, for them. They're absolutely gorgeous models. I, I I don't think there's anything else uh, that need be said uh, aside from that. These things are straight fire. I think.
2: Uh, Danny Val, you guys are obviously longtime fantasy fantasy battle players. Uh, this range of based off of the old, I would say, empire range. Mm. How, how does this sort of work for you as sort of a, a modernization or reinvention of an existing range like empire?: Poor. I, I don't like these models at
3: all, John. Oh uh, yes, like we've, I, I I like the uh, like the wizards. Okay, we've
2: achieved we've achieved discourse. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes,
4: Danny, more, more. <laughs> Tell me I'm stupid. <laughs> no, 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 you're not
2: stupid. Right? No, hey, stop. No,
1: no, stop it, stop it, stop <laughs> it. Yeah.
3: But ultimately, I think the models are kind of flat and they're like kind of boring. What's well, because like they're pictures, they Danny. They don't look. I mean, they just look like. I don't know. One of my friends uh, said this about the first preview models, and I totally agree. It looks like a generic, like fantasy guardsman sculpt from some Kickstarter, like where they have really? or, like over ornamentation of the model. I just like the poses are cool, and like the um, like the, the the dynamicism of the models is good. Uh, like the manticore is rad. You can't say that that's not a cool model, right. um, even yeah. if I don't like the aesthetic of the army.
4: The I, um, squares like the
3: weird squares within squares
4: squares on squares ironically enough in this case um cuz they're on circles I, I what i really love about them <laughs> no some are on ovals uh some on ovals True. uh what i really love about them is that they're they're putting humans in the age of sigmar world that aren't like yeah. like 100 years war or whatever uh, uh you know empire dudes that just never fit the setting and these guys are of age of sigmar's world and to me it's like essential world building i think it's kind of a thing that they should have probably led with i think they were hoping that the stormcast would do that for them and obviously they did but now there is like a truly grounded in sigmar human faction and i'm 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 all for it i think these guys do not look right probably because they're 32 millimeter gigantors um they would not look right in in a on a on a fantasy tabletop and that's perfect that means that they've you know at least found themselves uh you know an identity that's specific to age of sigmar and i think that's cool and i think i also yeah. do think that they are very ornate and weird and and sort of other world other realmly Ooh. so that's cool yeah.
2: i will say i do think they look badass but i wouldn't buy them so i'm, I'm sorry it's terrible but that's oh. great uh there is was more than just age of sigmar because apparently there's more games that games workshop makes than just age of what? Sigmar 40k um I will say guys with all this preview I didn't bother with Warcry or um, uh, Underworlds. Uh,
4: that's okay we'll move on. Although the, so, the, the Underworlds had some slick looking skaven in it. Oh those though, skaven I looked say. great. Oh yeah those were yeah. cool. It was so mm-hmm. cool. Like yeah. Yeah. So I had to leave those out John. Cool.
2: I decided to leave those out in and, and to really keep the theme of things that aren't 40k. Um they also announced these guys here, a new set of uh <laughs> knights for Warhammer the Horus Heresy that are playable in games of uh yeah, forty K, no um, problem. And forty K. Danny, these these knights are, are ported over from resin models that Forge Worlds produced. Uh what are um, your take on the differences in kind of the, the plastic Acheron in Castigator?
3: Um I don't
2: know. It's Part hard from to the see the a tiny difference. Sword. Really. I think
3: the warblade is smaller. Maybe the on tiny the sword.
0: <laughs> how are they able to hit anything? The
3: sword is so small. Yeah. <laughs> he can
4: bend over. No. How can how can He's anything? He's got He's reach. He's got reach. These guys the, are they, these are the these are the tall knights. They don't they don't need the long sword. They're tall. They got they got reach. It's the tallest knight with like
2: a a butter knife, just kind of like <laughs> hanging out there. It's 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 so tiny. Um, hopefully I'm super curious to see what the looks, yeah. what the
4: old Cascader looks like.
2: He has a bigly sword. It's very impressive. But yeah, uh, these knights are coming in plastic. They're going to be a dual kit to go along. So all of the Serastis knights now are will be in plastic, which is an exciting thing
4: to see. Yeah. Um, Could it be yeah. an angle? Could it be an angle thing? I don't know. I'm looking at the the, the knight the knight Cascader, like old sculpt, and I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's maybe they caught him at a at a maybe just got out of the the swimming pool, you know, and like, we're just catching him at a weird because his arm's a, a little bit back there. Sword's uh, a little cold. Yeah, you know, maybe that's maybe we're just seeing a little shrinkage. Oh, it's not fair. Yeah, it's
2: fair. Uh, swords known to grow in the warmth, so that's very fair. Uh, but yeah. what uh, you guys, I would imagine, are most excited to talk about? As I move my hand, so it doesn't automatically disappear. Are we? is
4: this fucking thing man
2: the old world uh, was yeah. also some previews coming in here uh with this gentleman the very uh knightly uh battle standard bearer yeah, uh, yeah. thoughts on our first or first mounted new bretonian model
4: speaking of speaking of things um, that can be derisively uh, described as you know being able to be found on a Kickstarter <laughs>
1: Isn't that yeah, part of like fair. the fantasy charm? Um,
2: I mean, is that that you're you're looking at ranked units that don't have a whole lot of variation, um, so that they can rank up and kind of look uniform. Or am I just totally yeah, missing the mark there?
4: Yeah, probably missing the mark there. It's part of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I what, what do you what, what do you think here, Denny? I mean, I, I joke that this is uh, the uh, extending the long tradition of 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 putting the standard bearer free army in a box set that you have to buy. Um, yeah. Um, uh, but
3: i think it's the model is kind of st- like okay I, I don't really understand what the motion is of this model like it's a cool model everything about it is cool like the detail is cool um I, I i like that stuff but it like wouldn't shouldn't he be going faster like if he's at the head of like a lance formation i want him to be
4: like galloping charging
2: yeah he's like up. sort of standing yeah. at the top of the hill like huzzah yeah,
4: yeah. like, follow me, and boy. Yeah, like I don't know. he also looks a little small for his horse
3: a well, it could be, like, somebody's son. You never know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he could be a
2: prince. It
4: looks, like, it looks like he borrowed a Rough Rider's horse, uh, but he's from Warhammer Fantasy Battle. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, there was some discussion on scale on this guy here, and I, I found this comment that, that I love. Uh, he says, what disproportionate shit is this? So he starts off pretty low, uh, yeah. like, and he's going to build up here. Pure amateur job, brains melted at GW. Bigger, Hmm. no-weapon option Terminators, but smaller horse heads. His specific (laughs) uh, point is the head is too small. How many 3D-printed proxies exist out there that there are at least realistic dimensions? You could also probably just look at a horse. That's just me. Um, Get that effing guy that made the 3D prints of the last Bretonium preview on foot to remake it to the right scale. At least he knows how to use CAD software. (laughs) Oh. Jesus! Nearly oh, as harsh. disappointing, nearly as disappointing and embarrassing to me as having a greasy sausage roll bakery in the FTSE 100. I mean, that's a deep I'm not a, a cut. finance guy. I don't know what that means.
4: <laughs> I uh, couldn't. I couldn't tell if if that was a like some sort of a deep cut against Games Workshop or if there in fact is some sort of a bakery on the FTSE 100. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't go. Here. I didn't go digging uh, as to what that is. Yeah, it's a
2: company called Greg's. It's it's fucking life. It's wonderful. Uh, I thought you, they, I thought they were
3: good. That's what I've ever. That's what the, I've Greg's is me. amazing. Uh, let me
2: tell yeah. you, when I when I returned to the UK last month, I went up to the counter, at Greg's, and asked for a macaroni pie. Wonderful thing. The the woman behind the counter was like, "We haven't sold those in twelve years." And I'm like, "Okay, oh, I've been gone oh, for a while. Oh, oh. I felt very touristy." Uh, but yeah, uh, Greg's trades very well actually. Uh, Twenty six hundred pence a stock almost. There so, you go. Greg, yeah, that's uh, be embarrassed by really by good stock way, members. Yeah. That
3: horse's head doesn't look any fucking smaller than the horse's head in the picture. I don't know what like the yellow line is telling us. Size.
4: I don't know what the yellow line is telling us, Danny. I've, Where, I've, the I've, I've this. Where the <laughs> nose should <laughs> be. Where the <laughs> nose should <laughs> be. <laughs>
2: but, but the,
0: on but a but the centaur. model is more tucked, like he's tucked in. And the other know. one's
4: clearly galloping or running. And I mean, he's also barded, so I mean, he's got yeah, like he's, a bunch of chainmail on so him. Like, I would say prancing. I think it's the if anything's out of out of whack, I think it's the little, little short knight on the top of it. But whatever. The yeah. the the bigger issue here is it's like, give us a little more meat, guys. Give us give us throw us throw us a little bit one more, model. but you know whatever.
2: We get well, one model every year. Oh,
4: no. considering what the next reveal is, which came literally out of nowhere. Uh, uh, and,
2: and Val, I will say thank you, even though you haven't seen the script or the slideshow this week. You set up the next slide perfectly because there was some complaints that one model wasn't very much. But I will point out that a week before the reveal, GW said that means we'll have shiny new things for Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, the Horus Heresy, Underworlds, and Warcry, and even a new model to show you <laughs> from Warhammer. Next slide, Dickie. Well, Pull that up. It's uh, They specifically the said... Just one. They would have a new model to yeah. show. Um, as this person said, only <laughs> one model, are they kidding, all we get in an update is one model. That's correct, and yeah. you will like it. <laughs> and you will like it, and it was advertised. Uh, well, that's what do nice. you guys hope to see like, in the future here? Because we're getting up, the, the rumored release for Old World is like August, September time, so we're getting sort of real close to that time. What are you hoping for going towards that time, sort of a reveal timeline,
4: or what are you hoping to see? Well, actually, I'm um, thinking later than that, probably. But um, yeah, something about the game would be nice, Danny. Yeah. Anything, anything would be um, good. Yeah, I think just basically
3: anything would be. Would be awesome. <laughs> like we're 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 real excited about it, but like we want stuff to be excited about. So yeah, if you could send us some stuff to be excited about, we'd be real excited. Yeah, about that'd it. be nice. I know that's circular, but it's going to work.
4: Um, and also, considering it's a game that they've been like like. It's been in the slow cooker for five years? It's been hedging
2: it? Oh, it for like three years official, five years rumored, yeah.
4: No, I, I, well, no, because it, it was only official. There was no rumors that it was coming back in any credible way. It was just, we're going to do this in the future. We're going to do this. But I feel like that was 2019, 2018, something like that. So it was, it's, been, yeah. a it's, it's been a while. Certainly one of the longest buildups uh, that I've ever seen them do, considering, again, what is about to be dropped on <laughs> I want to say, uh, Kim
2: in chat uh, asking what a macaroni pie was. Uh, so I told him, to Google it pretty much. And Kim said, Okay, I googled it, I withdraw my jokes, but I would submit that they probably stopped making it because everyone who was eating it died of congestive heart disease. Got out um, just in
4: time, John. It, Got out yeah. Just in
2: time. Uh, no, nope. no, I did not. Thank you, Taco Bell. <laughs> You're
4: one uh, pie
2: away from a total coronary. <laughs> oh, God, no, I'm still going to go there. Just give me two more years. Uh, but you guys hinted at it, and uh, we can't really ignore it anymore. The most exciting reveal of this reband uh, is the rebranding of the old epic system as Warhammer Legions. And I agree with Rosa from uh, Brooklyn 99 here just to say, I love that little contenter so much, he's so <laughs> goddamn goofy. Um, like that's all I can think about when I look at these kind of smaller scale models is oh my god, they look ridiculous. Um, guys, thoughts on the epic they look reveal? So cool. Um, and also like this and this next slide here, what is going to be the, the new starter set for Epic or I'm sorry, Warhammer legions. Yeah. No, Star Wars legions. Yeah.
0: Looks cool.
3: Um, can I just say this is Epic is my second favorite GW game ever. So I'm real excited to see this back on the table. Like I, I, right? I, I loved Epic, uh, Armageddon, uh, a lot. Uh, we played the shit out of that system, and it was really, really solid. Super fun.
4: Mm-hmm. I uh, I've never dabbled. The only thing I've played that was apparently analogous to um, uh, Epic was the most recent um, 40k Armageddon rule set. Um, oh, and apocalypse I re- rule set, Yeah. I sorry, Apocalypse rules set. It, I really, really loved how that game worked. In fact, I thought it yeah. would make great core rules for 40k. Period um so um this is probably if anything was ever going to get me to engage with horus heresy at all it's definitely this um and uh, i will be grabbing one of these starter sets uh to sit and cellophane on my shelf just right alongside my (laughs) apocalypse rules
2: um i will say like much like danny like i have a very fun spot in my heart for epic epic was one of the games like of course when you're like a young teenage lad and they're like buy these armies make these things Mm -hmm. and like when your budget's very limited it's hard to make a really cool cinematic game from what's like a 500 or 1000 point second edition game at the time whereas with Mm -hmm. epic or titan legions at the time when kind of i got into it it looked so for one of a better word epic like uh, the table was full the terrain looked amazing it was one of the most cinematic games i think i've ever played uh, on the tabletop games workshop or other um i love Gork. With Gorka Morka being a close second, because I think the oh, visuals in that sweet. game are, are absolutely... Mid. But Epic, uh, for, for someone who couldn't afford to get, like, a full 2,000 or 1,500, whatever, 40K army, Epic let me live that narrative of these massive battles having.
4: Going yeah, around. and I mean, to me, it makes... Like, the scale makes so much more sense for what you're trying to... what What, what like, they're trying to do with 40K, period. Like, if you're going for these, like, epic... Like gigantic armies grinding against one another, like it just seems to make a lot of sense to have the smaller scale. And these get they've gone with a, what looks like an eight millimeter scale, um, which was their tacit admission to being in thirty-two millimeter, because mm-hmm. uh, they said it's one quarter of the scale. Um, but eight millimeter is also a little bit bigger than the old epic, which is I'm sure is going to annoy the old heads, but that's fine because um, I don't have any of the old stuff. <laughs> Um, but uh, well, this yeah. is
3: all, but this is to scale with the Titanicus stuff, mm-hmm. right, pal?
2: Yes, yeah. So, so building on that, the surprise for me, I was not eight millimeter, I believe so. But like, what well, was surprising to me wasn't that it was in scale with Titanicus because it would make sense to expand on an already successful system. Otis and um, and,
4: and the flyers from Aeronautica Imperialis. As that's well. what surprised me was
2: pulling in the flyers and pulling in Aeronauticus to that. Um, what's your guys' thoughts on kind of like these? Two disparate model ranges kind of being pulled together in this this Legions game. Fucking hype, dude! I'm yeah. excited. Does like... do you guys believe this is going to be the end of Titanicus or Aeronauticus, or will these survive separately um, out with Legion Imperialis rule set? Like, so
3: to me, and like. Uh, hear me out here uh, it feels like maybe this is a good way to use those models in this game system but then if you want to use like kind of like uh uh narrow like zoom in that 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 uh microscope and kind of get into like more, a greater detail maybe make it a little more groggy you can play titanicus mm-hmm. or aeronautica to like simulate that dogfight or that titan battle
4: yeah it's um i think it's just uh, kind of funny to me too because uh GW just can't resist making people rebase shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, And they have they have squares. these cool they have these cool low prof low profile uh, uh, bases that they're that they're bringing out for these things, and everyone with the Titan like Titanicus models commit like, son of a stupid new bases. It's amazing. I love it. Just circles never they're change. Circles. Never change. Games Workshop. I love it. Screw you. squares.
2: Circles are the way.
4: Um, yeah, I guess the old Epic was on weird.
2: Square were they bases? on squares? They were on squares. Okay. There's a little 5 Marines Sometimes. to a square. What was Were the they circle? were in
4: rectangles too.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Can't forget the old rectangle. I feel
4: like I feel like the newest version of Epic used used little circles, but I might be maybe I'm hallucinating that. That might be crazy.
2: You
3: you could use either. Um like the base size didn't really it didn't have a huge impact. Um, just like some, only a few units use blast templates. What I uh,
4: so. what I love is too is, is going back. Like um, Games Workshop supported, well, Forge World supported um, a crazy amount of epic units and um, and things that you can buy for a lot of years. Uh, so there's there's uh, and they they were talking quite boldly about how you know just about anything that you can get uh, in Horus Heresy will eventually be available. Uh, for this scale of game, and um, yeah, bring on the Mechanicum! I would love to be able to to feel those those wicked um, Mechanicum tanks and 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 things like that in in epic scale. I think that's going to be super awesome. Yeah,
2: absolutely will be. Uh, we're all very excited for Epic here. Uh, Donnie's so excited he just left and then came back. He's Good. back. Awesome. Welcome. Yeah, you're so excited for <laughs> Epic. You went away for like blacked fifteen out. seconds. You out. <laughs> you blacked out from hype. Uh, for eight millimeter excitement, I'm glad it was hyped this time, John. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we want to thank our friends at GW for pointing out the the, the amazing things coming for this not forty k preview. Um, like I said
4: I think the the but reveal of uh, go. I just want like this is actually what I was hitting at before, where I'm just so, it's just so bizarre to me that they've just snuck up what will be a very large game system, and sort of like pulled it out from under the hat with. Just some very, like, I, very yeah. vague references to it. And now, like, they've gone from, like, this game doesn't exist to here's the release box. So this says to me this is coming out within the next quarter. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, the old world gets one model. I, so, <laughs> I, I, just don't, I will say I, do I don't see, understand.
2: I do see Legion's Imperialis being more popular than 30K. Uh, that's my, my, yeah. uh, my hot Ooh. take from this here. Uh, because it's, it, it scratches a different itch.
4: Well, Titanic is like sold. Like, I know that box set flew off the shelves. Uh, oh, when it. Came I have out. so
2: many Tiny Titans. I just never play. Uh, but they are assembled and they look great and gray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so cool. So cool. Uh, that's everything from the not Warhammer 40k preview. Sorry if you were expecting Warhammer, but great job in having a competitive 40k player reading comprehension. Uh but it's time for us to go in a brand new segment, or I guess the same old segment, but now with a title around the net. Cool. This do- also goes on for slightly too long, but that's okay. We're still working through things. <laughs> Guys, do I get to, to play
4: do I get to play Sandra Bullock? <laughs>
2: Always. Uh, this is obviously just ripping off an old G4 show, uh, so thanks, Attack of the Show. Uh, but welcome to Around the Net, the part of the show where we deep dive into the dank drivel the internet provides. And this week is truly breaking news, um, as well as an amazing uh, discovery in our very own Discord, the Grim Chord. Uh, one of our Patreons and hosts of the Disgustingly Resilient Podcast, Aiden Smalley, shared an amazing story from his recent 5-0 GT runner-off spot. And no, it wasn't that he went 5-0 and with Death Card. Uh, what happened was a player at the event was suspected of bringing loaded dice and was called out when playing against a member of Team England who you probably this don't want to cheat, <laughs> cheat against a member of Team England. I'm assuming they have a pretty good lid on the rules. Um, <laughs> the, the TO asked to test the dice after the dice's quality were called into question. And the player decided to go to the toilet and came back to say he was dropping due to the persecution. Uh, and that's when this was found right here. Uh <laughs> Guys, two dice at the bottom of the toilet. Oh, this the one. Uh, incredible. Incredible. What, what, what's so what's your take on toilet gate, twenty
4: twenty three? Most iconic competitive forty K footage I think that has ever been filmed oh God, since dude. Tony got Tony'd. It's it's <laughs> it is incredible that this is something we're we're talking about today. This is just and the poo smear uh, the yep. that uh Helstrom Mikey pointed this out, but it's the really specific the dollop, on the Poosmeer. The, the, uh, the dollop of poo on the toilet as well. Uh, pristine toilet otherwise. Uh, it just gives us an idea of the scale and the, the gravity of the scenario. That the we're best part here. of this, Chad's <laughs> coming in, gravity. Joel Joel's
2: saying, um, some poor janitor's got to pull those out of there. No, no. no. Uh, the Team England player who accused him of cheating noticed those in there, <laughs> and he pulled them out of there, and then they decided to do a salt test on them. So that cheated Team England player went to the store to buy salt Get out of
4: <laughs> to here. test the dice wow. what need wow it's unbelievable <laughs> although i think the flush test is it can can soon become the gold standard uh method of testing yeah. <laughs> uh cooked dice this is actually uh, going to be a recurring
2: segment where we're just going to flush dust in the toilet and be like well it looks like you know. they were good it's going to be like drowning a witch if they flush fully, they were fine, <laughs> but you can actually no longer use them because they're flushed. I, I, so they don't if I flush. can
3: set this thing up, John, as a closed system, so instead <laughs> of rolling dice, I can just flush the toilet and like have it all roll, have them See, roll in the that's bowl. That's what we're
2: gonna do for our LVO booth. Is we'll just have a toilet <laughs> and have an a closed system, and we'll will, offer to flush people's dice. I will uh, say
4: uh, this. This does uh, bring me um, does does bring back some very old memories. Of uh, I was at a uh, a school in the United Kingdom. And I came under suspicion for uh using magic mushrooms. Uh of course I was, and I attempted to flush them down the toilet. Um and I had similar results. Um
2: <laughs> The best part of this story, guys, is he wasn't using these loaded dice um to help an underpowered army like say Death Guard, which again Aiden, amazing player, went five and zero with Death Guard. He was uh, running double Wraith Knight Eldari. Yeah. And Yikes. when how how okay? And this is gonna be very judgmental coming from me, but how shitty a player are you <laughs> that you need to cheat with a unit that you pretty much ought to win with? Um, with with the Knights, Danny. I, I
4: think.
3: Okay, well, sorry. We gotta go, go first, John. That's that's really the that's really the the what you have to do with this army, and so being able to roll that six every time means he's always gonna go first.
4: I think that we've happened upon. I mean, there's a lot of gnashing of teeth. What do we do about fate dice? And I think the answer is, in order Fush to him. use your fight dice, fate dice, you have to pull them out of the toilet. <laughs> 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 so you really, you're really you gonna you're gonna go fishing for that six. I mean, you can go fishing if you like, but you got to put your hand. You got to get your hand past that dollop of poo poo, and, uh, and and get that six. I think, know, is, I think this is I think a solution for 10th well, edition. Like,
2: Imagine if you were stories. just like, you know, I could use a fate dice and I could win the LVO and get a digital copy of every codex and have to go to New Mexico for a tournament, but I would have to touch poo dice. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, what are you I'd, doing in that situation? I final of nice, You would do it? Yeah, I'm touching the poop. <laughs> yeah, probably. You would yeah. roll that log on the table and be like, oops, sorry, I touched your model. I mean, you can leave them on there if you want.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. I would Katamari the shit out of my opponent's models.
2: <laughs> Katamari with shit. Um, yeah. yeah, that was the dice kit is amazing. Uh, it will forever live with us um you will obviously see videos of uh, myself at tournaments throwing dice into a toilet to that, yeah, they're good um oh and yeah please please though do not clog your game store's toilets with dice yeah. unless they bought a good quality one which most game stores have not yeah um however wonderful uh moving on uh, guys there's a new 40k app uh from a few weeks ago this keeps being bumped from other stuff but we're going to talk about it a what? little bit no, it was officially launched by Michael Brandt, seen here, uh, hailing from Games of Workshop, as the Canadian <laughs> what is news that? flag says. Oh, this is when they, they were up in Edmonton. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah.
4: He <laughs> says, oh, my goodness. Mike
2: Brandt, Games of Workshop, <laughs> Warhammer. In- that is two
4: words. <laughs> is so many mistakes. Oh, fantastic.
2: <laughs> this was, I think, my favorite photo I found in a long time. I wish they um,
4: misspelled his name, too. They did. It's actually Michael. Um,
2: <laughs> guys, the new app is, app is here, and it's not bad. Um, guys, thoughts on the the new 40K app? Um, I've really
3: kind of enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's been working really well for me. I haven't found a ton of bugs. Um, so, yeah, the only thing I think it's missing is, like, being able to play
4: games on it or keep track of score. That would make yep. it even better. Yeah,
0: yeah that'd be huge.
4: Um, I mean, like we're coming from, from, um, uh, from a, uh, now defunct app, uh, Battlescribe. And, uh, really? I, you know, I, I, would love, I would love to see some fun- more functionality from this app, but yeah, it works. Okay. So like compared to the standard that we had, which was doesn't work, <laughs> it works. So, I mean, people have been really happy about that. So I don't want to like, I don't want to pee in anyone's cornflakes. Yes, there is an official app in which you can build a list that's probably accurate until they make adjustments to the game, in which case everything will be wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I, I mean, it, it works. Uh, the output from it is, um, needs to be maybe trimmed down a little bit because you get pages and pages of text from your 2,000-point from your army list. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least it would yeah, be great if there cool. was a way to output less detail. That would be great. And, and there's all sorts of UI complaints you could make about it. But you know what? It works. So I'm going to stop shitting on it.
2: Chat asking here. Is it worth five bucks a month? Um, I would say, uh, well, it's got to do one thing for me first for it to be worth five bucks a month. It has to output uh, unit cards. So when you output your army, it needs to output the unit cards yep. uh, as a printable sheet out. And then, absolutely, even its current state, five bucks a month, I feel it's pretty good. It's very intuitive. Um, it does everything pretty well. There's some stupid stuff, like I can give a unit of 10 Necron Warriors and 99 guns. Uh, yeah like, that kind I, of stuff is annoying it just
3: seems like they're just some little stupid things that are that are easily fixed I feel like
2: yeah but but mm, most of all fixed. I think this was was the best <laughs> possible version of the app that could have come out is uh, I it? can't Wait for it to be abandoned.
4: <laughs> it's a version of the app that could have come out, guys. Let's 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 let's. It's the lead, It's it's not the worst version of the app that we've seen, come out. we've probably we're, seen. We're the coming, worst version. We're coming from
2: Battlescribe, which was <laughs> uh, one guy being counting his like thirty thousand dollars a year, or whatever. I am mean, like, yeah, it's fine. Thanks for making all the data. Uh, and then the guy's finally being sure, I'm mean, like, hey, we're not doing data anymore. Yeah, so uninstall Battlescribe. To My... an app that does everything it really says in the tin, and I've not seen a whole bunch of complaining or miscalculations well, or army list errors
4: our, you know our standards are tremendously low so that's that's fantastic um, i w- i would um, yeah no i mean yeah it's it's an app it, it you can make a list in it fantastic let's yeah. see what happens when the when the new points come out yeah uh yeah. oh God, what a great <laughs> test
2: <laughs> but <laughs> Not everyone was happy Um, as former Batman, the miniature game YouTuber who moved to Chief Games Workshop Complainer after she noticed those videos did like 10 times the views uh, discourse minis asked on this question on Twitter. um, Why not make it free? They get the people buy the models to play with them, right? Yeah, guys, what's your thoughts on this?
4: It, they've, they've released previous versions of, uh, like, uh, their War Scroll Builder was, was free uh, for a time period. Um, I can see it, um, but they need reasons to get people to buy the Warhammer Plus subscription. Um, so they put it behind there. I suppose okay. that's why I'm nonplussed, is, is yeah. that, you know, it, it is a subscription service. So, you know, you want a high standard of uh, mm-hmm. of things for that.
3: Fair. Well, Fair. first of all, not everyone who buys miniatures plays with them. In fact, I would say there's... The majority
2: don't. I would say
3: I mean yeah or they just play with their friends like once or twice a year or something like that like that's really that's kind of like a huge a huge percentage of the people that buy Warhammer miniatures so I I just think that's wrong so that's the that first that's wrong second like why would you listen to discourse miniatures it's a terrible channel
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's got some hot so takes she's got some hot, hot takes real hot, hot takes <laughs> Only brings in like 30 times our subscriber count, but that's okay. Um, I will say, regardless of anyone's opinion on the app, I have to commend someone who uh, charges a scene here $30 for their merch shirt to have the guts to call out Games Workshop for overcharging for products. Fair play to you, ma'am.
4: I'm pretty sure our
2: t-shirt was $30. 25 it's in the store right now (laughs) that's a five dollar discount I double checked before making the joke don't worry um
3: and adjusted low, the price accordingly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, moving on, we famous now. I don't know if you guys knew. Uh, the show's picking up, uh, and we made it onto uh, Grimdank on Reddit. Oh, no. Uh, with this god-awful meme. Uh, Shadow Son, I know you're in chat oh, yeah. here, so I'm sorry for this next section here. But, um, Grimdank user and Grim After Dark viewer, Shadow Son, uh, posted this on Grimdank using our intellectual property in a way that makes me want to charge $30 for a t-shirt.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, <laughs> Danny, for the audio listener, uh, what are we seeing here? Uh,
3: we're looking, we're seeing uh, just just Grimdark, which is a normal Eldar model. Mm-hmm. And then we see this 3D printed, um, big titty Eldar Guardian with no chest armor or helmet. Yeah. and or that's famously, yeah, or underwear. Yeah, Titty's
2: yeah. the least shot part of the body. Oh, sorry, I, I missed the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> Uh, for sure. Uh, so I'm personally uh, just super sad that they're not using the superior Drake version of the meme. So I kind of helped out and I kind of made this for them, uh, <laughs> which I think is a far better use of that meme with just some very basic Photoshop.
1: Yep.
2: Um, but there were some responses to this because they did nicely say in the comment that it's a great podcast, too. So thank you. You have terrible oh, taste in models nice. and podcasts. Yeah. Um, But my favorite uh, were, were these two here. This first guy said, let me pull this up. Hey, OP, did you make the second model yourself? Did you buy it off someone? Because I Googled Grim After Dark and all I got was a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Would seem like a fun thing to paint and have hidden in my army. Edit not asking for free would 100% guilt free pay for this, which I think makes it worse. The edit makes it far worse. Um, Also, Grim After Dark sounds like a porn parody of fairy tales. And Val, do you want to share the story of why we don't have Grim After Dark as a Twitter handle? Um, oh
4: man, that's that's a deep dark cut, yes. I believe it was a uh, uh, like a dominatrix already it's a has dominatrix, yeah, yeah, already has the handle. Yeah. handle. Yeah. Or oh, was wow. it a
3: furry? I thought it was a furry thing, John. Oh, it, it was no, 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 it was
4: like a BDSM thing, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, I had, yeah. I had to cool. click through it, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, so that does exist as well. Obviously, these people didn't google that well, um, but uh. Yeah, what can I say? Uh, you know, you uh, live long enough to become the thing that you hate. <sighs> That's true. Please tell me
2: it's a fan fake. Uh, no, this is an official Games Workshop model. They started releasing naked models now. Um, yep, I heard. Anyway, but yeah, guys, I was around the nap. That was cool. We have some memes. That if we're running short in time, although I do like the pace of the show this week. Okay. Uh, but it's time uh, for it. a brand new game that Dickie and I are very excited about. What? danny and val have no idea about it's time to play whose grunt is it anyway
3: jesus christ those are
2: so fucking long (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't worry i'll cut them in half next week i don't know uh, Dickie, uh, yeah. why don't you take it away? Uh, what is, whose grunt is it anyway?
0: Okay, so John and I had a, a great idea. I'm going to put John in this because he said, okay, it sounds good.
2: I was uh, like, that sounds like a great <laughs> idea. That was my entire involvement in this. Uh-huh. Uh, so the t-
0: this is going
4: to go well.
0: Uh, we're really well. Uh So the two lovely gentlemen on the left side of the screen are going to be given each uh, individually, a sound, and they have to uh-huh. determine whether this is a porno or <laughs> 40k.
2: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Dicky has clipped some sounds from some pornographic movies, yep. uh, and also some streams from War Games Live. Yep. And you guys need to tell us whether the grunt is from a 40k player or someone <laughs> in a porn. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh,
0: so Amazing. I'm gonna roll a dice right, here.
2: Oh, I already decided the order, but oh, yeah, go you? ahead roll dice. I don't okay. want to take out the fun for you.
0: Okay, I got Danny going first.
2: Oh, okay. Danny's going first. Danny, are you ready to play Whose Run Is This Anyway? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> right,
1: Danny, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you the rules since it's
0: your first time. You can listen to it uh, again if you require. Uh,
1: YouTube asks
3: that we yeah. don't do it for gonna very long, I'm going to need you though. to grunt that out for me again, please.
2: Okay. <laughs> now, Dickie has distorted both oh, of yeah. the sounds to make yeah. it a little harder yeah. as well.
3: That's true. Oh, that's true. That's true already. Um, John, you know what? I'm going to go with that's a 40K sound. Oh. I think that was a cry of anguish. That
4: feels like 40K to me, too.
2: Mm, no! um, that was porn. That
0: was porn, baby.
2: That was porn. Danny's <laughs> 0 and 1. Damn it. Uh, Val, are you uh-huh. ready to play? Whose grunt is this
4: anyway? <laughs> I mean, I've, I'm very prepared. I've, okay. This is something I, yep. Here is your grunt.
2: 40k. You think this? What's causing that Sounds grunt? Like-
4: I mean that looks that looks like a reaction to uh to like maybe a an amazing dice roll or, or something like that. That felt a little too long to be like a climax, um in in my in my view. Okay.
3: Can I make okay. a comment about this? Yeah. yeah,
4: for sure. I think it's
3: really rude to put Seth Oster on this show
2: and not <laughs> <even think> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 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 um Yeah, no, uh let me see. You said it was forty K. Ah, it was come porn! on! It was porn. Your wives Jesus are very Christ. proud of both of you. That's think, all I'm going to say I think, right actually, now.
4: Danny, just just heads up. Uh, I think he probably has far more access to sounds of porn. <laughs> than.
0: <laughs> I was so worried when I was downloading. I was like, please, wife, don't come upstairs. Please, wife, don't so come really, upstairs.
2: So really, what happened is he was like, hey, John, uh, so my wife called me looking at porn, so we're going to do this game <laughs> next week. <laughs> 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 no, really. All right, Danny. Are you ready for your second sound? Uh, on whose grunts <laughs> yeah. is it anyway? John, I swear to God, if this is the same game show with just <laughs> different rules. Okay, I will just, say, I will say, the there are, are absolutely equal grunts from both in this. Yeah, I, I so, tried. and it was completely randomly chosen. It is not all just one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, here is your grunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one more time, please. Okay, right, I'm gonna turn it up a little bit for you. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs>
3: That's three. <laughs> all right, I don't want to hear any more backwards.
2: um Joel Atkins. Uh, the trick is they are not all porn. Uh, they're half and half no, 40k true. streams. It's true, oh, true. Yeah, I'm
3: gonna go with. that has got to be 40k. There's no way that's all also
2: porn. Dicky, is that right or wrong?
0: Well, you have the soundboard to make it sound. Like Shit,
2: it, I don't right? have the right sound though. Uh, <laughs> give me a second. Yeah. yeah, that's 40k. That is hey. War Games Live. Joe sitting down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, was a, it was a really good sit down. Like he was. It really,
2: was. It was. You It's just a I me. Mean, like you're just. You've set up your camera. Yeah. Your roaming one's fallen over again. You had to go fix it, and then you yeah. find your chair, and you're just. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I can hear that Dude, now. Val sounded
3: straight up like Bigfoot, John.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Val, are you ready? Uh, You're you're down one as you have a chance to level the playing field here with your second sound. Whose grunt is it anyway? That sounds
4: like one we've heard before. Can I hear that again?
1: Porn.
3: Yeah.
4: Porn? Mm, Porn. That's a 40K 40K, player.
3: Okay, wait a minute. What's the slap? (laughs) noise at the end of that then
0: so I I wrote a note on what it was I don't know do you
2: hear that at the I don't know I gotta pull it up I I deleted all of his notes obviously because I would make it easier I'm pretty sure
0: Uh, this was he just rolled uh, and he just failed everything on the roll so it was almost like a knee slap at the end of it
1: Uh, or like so you know sometimes players like rub
2: their chest mic by accident They're like, like, I roll, it's a 12 inch charge. I, I, only I rolled did it not, an 11. I, I oh. did not
4: anticipate this being as difficult I spent as <laughs>
0: so long making sure these were hard. <laughs>
2: I'm
4: sure you made sure these
2: were hard. They're very hard. <laughs> oh, Danny, uh, you have the chance to take the entire game here uh, with this one. Oh, my God. Um, this is our fifth sound. <sighs> I'm going to ask you whose grunt is this anyway?
3: <laughs> I'm going to hear that at
2: least twice more <laughs> okay so is this a, a porn or a 40k game <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or is it a villager in Minecraft <laughs> I don't want emeralds thank you oh no <laughs> Uh John.
3: I'm gonna go with porn.
2: <gasps> oh, do you really, really that one? Yeah, that is. Wow. No! Yeah.
4: Oh, he got so, me. He got me. Well, well there's no way, way for you to skinny.
2: win. No, <sighs> but they, you gotta go laugh. We may never do this game again. <laughs> uh. Uh, Val, you can still win back a little bit of pride with our final sound. Uh, Dickie found so many, it was really yep. hard to narrow them just down to six, especially because only two <laughs> of them are 40k related. Yep. Uh, but here is the last sound uh, just for you, Val. Whose grunt is this anyway?
4: Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> one more. Sir?
2: Uh, instantly, one more, by the way, more, podcast numbers dropped for this episode. One more, how one you,
0: more. How does it drop so good?
4: Uh. <laughs> I think that was someone being accused Of having loaded dice I'm going to go 40k uh, 40k
2: hey! That
1: was ah, 40k Yeah,
2: Gets on the board it Gets on the board But yeah that was uh, It never wow. repeated um, And amazing oh, Whose so grunts great. is it anyway Bum's I'm asking, sorry, "How's Greg that monetization going?" Episode. Starting next episode, actually, <laughs> uh, but maybe not. It's alright, we've already passed the checks. Oh, Dicky, that was, was that it was really good? good. I thought that wow. was
4: really good. That was, was really good. Yeah, I
2: guess. Uh, yeah, guys, how do you feel, uh, Danny's champion of uh, knowing your pornographic grunts? Yeah, good for you, Danny.
3: <sighs> you know, John, the um, sense of victory is something that brings me great <laughs> pride um, and distinction. <laughs> um i can't imagine being so far above my peers yet so down to earth and on the same level as them <laughs> it's truly an honor
2: it's truly an honor but you didn't realize when you were at work today this is how you'd be spending your night and i appreciate you for being here um <laughs> it was very good fellas very as good. we're rounding out the day in a much better time show this week uh we do have time of course for our listener questions guys if you want to support the show um, oh, that's right, Danny. You had a buzzer, and then we just totally ignored the whole thing. But ah. good job getting. Them. Ah! We gave this them buzzers, and then I didn't give John, them I the chance really to use them. To use it. Uh, but uh, if you go to GrimAfterDark.com, you find all of our pertinent links for our socials uh, and kind of the podcast where you can find everything. You can also support us on Patreon. And when you can do that, you get to join the grim Court where you can, for one, be the first people to see the toilet flush dice. Um, which we, we shared everywhere immediately because it was hilarious. Um, but you can also ask us questions that we will answer at the end of the show, uh, starting this week with this guy here from Kriegerbot Chaz. Patreon question, when will John put his Alaskan English degree to good use and write an erotic 40K fanfic with time-traveling Nazis and furries, a.k.a. 40K's answer to Twilight?
4: I mean, hasn't he done that multiple times with with Falcon Fiction? Like, I mean, clearly John has right, been yeah. I just writing. Assume
2: them. that you wrote all of those. John. Yeah, did you not write any of those short stories? <laughs> I didn't wrote none of those. Much like a good college student, it was all Chat GPT um, or somewhere else. Uh, and I will say, it's not Alaskan English; it's just English, well, American English, which is another kind. And from the way Krieger that you're writing, uh, so specifically, I feel you've already written that one. So you go ahead and add my name to it. It's fine. I approve. Uh, it's a quality thing and then danny this one here specifically for you uh it's uh how many subscribers do we need to get to, for danny to be one of those Wa orc players i will delete the fucking discord before <laughs> i do that jokes and you have already done that once that was fun <laughs> yeah no you totally did do that, that that's the old knowledge uh, back when we were mob <laughs> rules, um, I accidentally deleted the Discord because I hit the wrong option, and I had to message everyone to be like, "Hey, um, I deleted all of this. My bad." And then Paul Winter is asking, "How many subscribers do we need to get for Danny to be one of those guard players that make soft sensual moans as they deploy their twenty-three <laughs> oh. <laughs> tanks?" All right, hold on. Which do prescient in light of I... in light
4: of the game, prescient.
2: <laughs> which yeah, which is why I said that. But I also don't understand this reference. Uh, so, Danny, is that sort of like a hidden Pacific Northwest knowledge thing that you moan when you oh, deploy? Oh, yeah. Tanks? Well,
3: you know, Paul Winters, we always made the joke that he has an electric car, but he replaced like, <laughs> the sound that it made, like when it's supposed to stop with like a sensual moan. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's the. <laughs> Paul so, Winters is a famous, pure, plays only Slanesh models. Yeah. So, we like to give him the business here in the Pacific Northwest. He does. Northwest. Um,
2: the best part was we went to Charity Hammer. Uh, and Paul rolls up in an electric vehicle at a time where electric vehicles aren't very common. And it's the weirdest sound ever coming from a car where it's just like, Ooh. and when, as soon as he stepped out of this car, now I've talked to this person online. I'd never met him in person before. But the first thing I said to him, I was like, did you reprogram your car to softly moan as you drive? Because that's exactly what it sounded like. So what you get with me, guys. He would if he could would if he could Would if he could no just do hope he never has to press the horn that's right <sighs> guys that was that was sure was a grim like, yeah, uh, great one to go out on fellas yes. oh. yeah oh, that's, <laughs> this is going to be val's last one for a while oh, yeah. as as uh val uh shoots daddy daycare three
4: baby girl's coming wednesday no That's later than honest. wednesday i mean maybe my wife's in labor right now i don't know i'm doing a podcast
2: <laughs> it's very it's very late 30s of you valka job.
4: <laughs> what I turned off my phone
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> my wife's there. i don't know i'm, I'm podcasting right now I, I don't have time for this kind of stuff I don't have time for that um, but even though uh taking is a much needed and earned leave uh, we'll be back mm-hmm. next monday um, probably with Dick Eve. I was like, "Hey, we should get some guests. This person's great. This person's got a great following." And I'm just like, "Nah." Uh, so we'll continue to ruin the show uh, without Vals. When he comes back, <laughs> right? He's gonna come back to just a pile of ashes.
4: That's fine. Uh, it's a yeah. smoldering ruin as it is, so that's fine. I'm. It I, I, would be home. It'd be. It'd be. It'd be like coming home again. Oh yeah, there you go. That's
2: true. That's true. Well, excited for you to come home. And while well, you guys are in Canada, so I'm assuming paternity leave is like a year and a half. <laughs> um as opposed to America where it's uh an hour and a half uh anything you want to say before we sign out uh for for the night uh Valerie
4: oh no this is an absolute uh, great show and I uh, love love to be a part of it. keep my seat warm Dicky and um Got it. yeah and uh good good luck out there guys yeah Danny
2: anything you want to add before uh signing off oh yeah we're, we're gonna miss God a lot uh Gone. The best part was I managed to hit the button right as your mouth was covered by the microphone. Yeah, that was great, good. So you were saying.
3: So it looked just like I was saying that it was perfect.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was it? You just wanted to go. <laughs> yep. Classic. Classic. We'll be back uh next week. Thank you everyone for joining us here in Grim After Dark. Uh, like I said, find all of our socials and ways to support us at grimafterdark.com. And we'll be back next Monday, live at 10 p.m. Eastern ish. And if you can't catch us live, subscribe to the podcast and all good services. Uh, and remember, when your life feels like a never ending siege and you can't read the script correctly, just remember that it's always grim after dark.
4: Wow, well, blowing those eardrums out.
2: Yeah, well I had to sound it up for the moans because the moans were at a much lower level. Okay, right? right, mm-hmm. I'm some in here. Oh, I see. That's oh, good. Wait, that's now the same we're song completely out. cut out. Uh, <laughs> no moans. No. <laughs> oh, that was good. I like that one. It's a good game, Dickie. That's a great game.
4: Yes, that's uh, that was uh, that was an all timer. Yes, old man Mason provided some of them. Uh, that was very good
0: get to my favorite
2: one the the bird song one john oh no i didn't put that on because that was so fucking long oh (laughs) What was the bird song one
0: it was the the tight muscle shirt or whatever
2: (laughs) oh yeah was that this one no that was i put a buzzer wrong sound in instead oh so good terrible good night everybody good night night. Vic. don't attract messages i see you